Yeah, go for it. Make loads of noise though, yeah? <laughs> well, what I'm doing is... Drag some chairs around I'm, or something. I'm just, that's right, just so you can see the pool and the sun behind me, you see? You know? That's I want to hear. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 55. 55, wow, of the Long Snapper NFL podcast. The only NFL podcast in the UK that doesn't talk about the London games for reasons which I've long since forgotten. <laughs> um, I'm Adam, and this week I'm joined by Dougie and Craig, possibly a bit later, um, from a beach in St. Lucia. He said that last week, so we'll see what happens there. Um, we've also got a guest, George, come on to talk about his 6-1 and one Marshall Lynch's motorbike gang team. Uh, how are we all? Are we good? All good. Yeah, good, thanks, mate. All good. Um, and uh, welcome to your, your debut on the Long Snapper podcast, George. Thanks for having me. Uh, if, not going to lie, I'm a bit nervous. Don't be nervous. George, George you podcasted before any of us on the All Over podcast. Yeah, that was a, that was a brief appearance, a couple of appearances. <laughs> Memorable, memorable. Um, But you know what happens when you when you join these podcasts as a guest, you end up just staying because that's what happened to me with all over, and you know that's what happened to Adam with this. So in another fifty-five episodes, I came on, I came on, did a Tennessee Titans quiz, um, and then we realised that that he'd do all the work, so we kept (laughs) him. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that happens. Um, Yeah, as if as if nerves nerves aren't probably enough, you're now going to attempt a, a quiz on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers set by Dougie which he claims to be easy so we'll see uh, yeah over to you yeah so George you did uh, full disclosure you did say that you're not you're not the biggest follower of a single team but you did have a bit of a thing for the Bucks, right yeah that's right that was the first team I watched yeah so, so, so I've, I've tried to make it a little bit sort of current but not too current And but anyway we're going to go with it uh, five questions if you get it wrong it can pass over um, and then your score is if Adam gets the question right your score will be docked a point so we'll go we'll go straight from there so um, starting off your current quarterback Jameis Winston where did you draft him from? Florida State nice that was confident I fear I may have gone too easy here <laughs> we'll find out now WD40 was the combined nickname for which former Bucks players? Warren Sapp and Derek Brooks? No. It was Warwick Dunn and Mike Allstott. Oh, I should have passed that over. Um, uh, uh, yeah, I wouldn't have got that. All right, lie. never mind. So you wouldn't have got that anyway, so you're still on one. Uh, yeah, Warwick Dunn, WD40, because Mike Allstott wore, wore number 40. One of the greatest Thanks, nicknames ever. Um, okay, question three. What is the name of the pirate from the old Buccaneers logo from their cream school? logo era days go on mate you can have this one Adam yeah again uh, <laughs> I thought this was really easy <laughs> clearly just gone way too hard uh, it was, you do love a, a mascot type question though. I do it was I Bucko Bruce that. man uh, oh, just, okay. just, just right. a little bit of insider knowledge on the current mascot for the Bucks he's a pirate uh, obviously, he was shipwrecked, and the backstory is that he he forgot what his name was, so he doesn't have a name. True story. <laughs> oh, that's that's yeah. some lazy marketing, surely. It is lazy marketing, but at the same time, genius. It reminds me of the best shirt I ever saw. At one of the things we don't talk about the London Games, um, where you see obviously some terrible, terrible NFL jerseys. Uh, there was a guy two or three years ago with a Jets top that had double zero and no name printed on the back. Like, that shit you're not. Like, the, the default oh, option yeah. on a custom jersey. <laughs> That's brilliant. There's a picture I, somewhere. I also saw a Browns one today that had current quarterback written on the back <laughs> <laughs> oh that's 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 deliberate that's that's yeah. good though all right so question four uh the tampa bay buccaneers as you might or might not know came into existence in 1976 so this is a bit of a shot in the dark question for you here. in what year did the team first have a kickoff return touchdown was it 1977 87 97 2007 or 2017 I'll go 87. Correct. 
I'll go 2007. Adam, you've taken his only point away. Oh, you... <laughs> <laughs> which is an incredible stat, really, to go uh, 20 years without a kick return touchdown. Or even 30. Even 30. Maths. Basics. Yeah. Um, core skills. Question five. This is the... I thought you'd have got all four of these, but clearly not. So... <laughs> I don't know why you'd pick that. They're, yeah. they're they were easy questions. Who doesn't know that Warwick Dunn was WD40? There was sign- every, every game they had signs in the crowd, WD40. Um, all right, question five. Who returned it? What year was it? 2007. I'll give you a clue. He played for, in a career that spanned eight years... He was at 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 different teams. Some of those more than once. Shot in the dark. Cadillac William. No. You're not going to get it. Okay. Michael Spurlock. I could literally have... Good old Nicky Spurlock. So there, there you go, George. Um, I, I don't like to break it to you. Maybe you got none, none, none points, nil point. <laughs> so I feel a bit harsh because oh, don't. the questions could have been easier. They could have been a lot harder, but yeah, zero. So you are officially the um, Richard Whiteley of our top gear style leaderboard. Oh, you might get to draft Sam Darnold the next one. That's yeah, true. Cloud. That's true. First pick in the next uh, quiz. There you go. So that's the traditional bit over and done with. Adam, plug some shit. Okay. Uh, <laughs> thanks, as always, for downloading and listening, uh, whether on iTunes, SoundCloud, or other podcatchers. Have a look at our website, which is the nice and catchy longsnapperpodcast.wordpress.com. There's a picture of me on there wearing a Vince Young jersey, so I'm not quite sure what happened with that. Thank you presumably Dougie. Um, there are rumours of us actually paying to get rid of the Word, WordPress bit, which would be nice. Um, we're going to do a bit more with blogs and stuff. Um, so if you're if you're interested in getting involved with that, let us know on Twitter, along Snap Pod. Uh, I know a couple of people have already, so um, looking forward to that. Um, have a look. Um, so this week we're recording a bit later than we normally do, so we're going to switch things around a little bit and basically look to forward to week eight in a bit more detail rather than back at week seven, which was actually fairly average as far as the games were concerned. Um, So rather than our world-famous one-take, one-sentence previews, we're going to do some world-famous one-take, one-sentence reviews, which I didn't expect to be one-take in saying, but there you go. Um, Obviously with the same music, which we're all tired of. Um, In fact, get in touch on Twitter with some song requests that Doug can ignore and play the same music. I will ignore them because it makes my job N amount harder. Why is it always N, Adam, (laughs) in maths? Uh, It could be X sometimes. Okay. Uh, George, just saying, Adam's a bit weird with maths. He used to work out batting averages per ball as we were bowling on many of them British Green. Well, for yourself. Great days. As we were playing. As we were playing. Yeah, your strike rate. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah, like, just we basically had our own Hawkeye. <laughs> we also played with one a pad. cricket ball, but no pads and gloves. Uh, that, that's true. And we also had that. Do you remember Rob Swallow's bat that was basically made of the spongiest wood that ever was made? And it had a handle that was almost entirely <laughs> concocted of gaffer tape. I remember the deceptively sharp pace that he bowled with. He did. Without yeah. pads and gloves. I yeah. know. Tell you about that. Yeah. Um, anyway, there's a look at there's there's something we didn't think we'd talk about today. <laughs> Quite. <laughs> one sentence. They're not previews. They're reviews. This is going well. Um, <laughs> yes. <yeah. laughs> Hit the music. Kansas City thirty. Oakland thirty-one. How many chances do you need, Oakland? Third downs kill the Chiefs again. New Orleans twenty-six. Green Bay seventeen. So it turns out that Aaron Rodgers is a little bit more than just the system quarterback. Baltimore 16, Minnesota 24. Joe Flacco is shit. New York Jets 28, Miami 31. We may have just seen the last of Jay Cutler on a football field. I'm going to miss him. No, really, I am. Arizona 0, LA Rams 33. 
Tampa Bay 27, Buffalo 30. The W's keep coming for Tyrod, this time on the back of a Shady McCoy touchdown run. Tennessee 12, Cleveland 9. Good old Brian Suckup. He's going to be the reason that Cleveland don't go 0-15-1 this year. Jacksonville 27, Indianapolis 0. 300 yards past him for at Bortles facts. That's a fact. Carolina 3, Chicago 17. Camp can't get consistent for some reason, but I'm starting to wonder if we should take the Bears and their D seriously. Dallas 40, San Francisco 10. All these Cowboys wins with Zeke should come with a big, fat asterisk. Cincinnati 14, Pittsburgh 29. There have been a few wobbles, but the Steelers are starting to look strong on both sides of the ball. Sorry, Biney, I just jinxed them. Denver 0, LA Chargers 21. Simeon has gone from a darling to a dud in the space of a few weeks. This was a great win for the Chiefs. Seattle 24, New York Giants 7. This was looking ugly until Russell Wilson got going, which could be symbolic of the Seahawks' season. Atlanta 7, New England 23. Fog. Lots and lots of fog. Or was it a smoke machine? Are the Pats cheating again? Washington 24, Philadelphia 34. How in the world did Carson Wentz escape from that sack? So, there we go. One sentence reviews, one take as ever. Always one take. Clearly, always one take. Never more than that. Um, so, we Cliff should uh, have a look. is primarily a snooker player. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon that was, what, 10, 15 minutes in with the first partridge reference? It's good. He's not trapped under a cow. <laughs> um, should we have a look at some of the Week 8 matchups then in a bit more, bit more detail than we normally would? I'd love to. One sentence. Um, one game that caught my eye is, uh, well, it was the Raiders at the Bills. Um, two teams coming off last minute, well, fairly dramatic victories. Well, last kick in Oakland's case. Um, they've been struggling a bit more than expected and Buffalo are probably doing better than expected. Do we think that both of these teams are going to end up on the playoffs and who wins this game for starters? I think Buffalo are looking good. I know Mark's, you know, not, not happy about the way things are going, but they're winning games and they seem to be proving doubters wrong at every turn. Like, no, they haven't got a deep passing threat, but the Bears won a game by passing seven times last week against a team that are supposed to be one of the form teams. They've got a good defense. They've got, they've got coaching issues as have 90% of the NFL, but they're a decent side. I think there are a few teams popping up that, seem to be doing quite well without that much of an offense this year. You mentioned the Bears. Um, it says it says actually what a good, strong defense can do. Um, as it stands, Buffalo are, well, you know, if, if the season ended today, which you, you always see these stats, they're in the playoffs. And they'd be going to Nashville, which would be, well, bring back some great memories for me, not so much for Mark. Um, but yeah, I, know, I agree with you. I, I don't see what the negativity is all about there. Um, they've got a, a new head coach who, who seems to be getting the best out of his players. And what do we think about Oakland? They've, they're, well, they're off a victory, which stopped the rot for them. Um, are they just a bit inconsistent or are we, are we convinced by them? What do we think? You said it, I think it was last week, that they've got to come good eventually. Carr had a week off, didn't he, with injury? But Cooper had a good week last week. And surely they are a good team. And I think that they're going to start coming good now. Sorry, Doug, for the Chiefs. Um, <laughs> Don't apologise to Doug, please. No, no no one ever does that. I don't know how to take it. I feel weird. Um, <laughs> I'll take it back. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think they're a threat to the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are better. The, they... The Chiefs went, let's not forget, the Chiefs were at Oakland. And Oakland had to have three plays after the final whistle in order to get get the job done. They've got outside weapons. Cooper and Crabtree can't keep dropping passes. David Carr's come back. The dude broke his back. Come on. Yeah. You know. Yeah. They're, they're, they're decent. They're, again, they're a decent side. And, 
we've been so I've been saying all along that three teams could potentially come out of our conference. So the fact is now we've now we're all beating each other. It's becoming increasingly harder for that to happen. And in fact, in actual fact, as you said, if if the playoffs started today, there'd be three AFC uh, East teams in in the playoffs. Which nobody would have, nobody would have predicted that at the start of the season. No. I think, from what I've seen, now Oakland and the Chiefs are the are the class of that division, and Denver uh, don't seem like a threat. They they have got no offense, but o- Oakland were always going to come good if they, if all their weapons are there and Carr is there. They're, they're a good side. Uh, and I don't think they'll particularly miss Marshawn Lynch. Well, actually, that was a stuck that on the running on for a bit later. We might as well talk talk about him now while we're talking about the Raiders. What on earth is he doing? I mean, he wasn't even on the field for the play that um, where he got booted from the game, and now he's got a one match suspension. Uh, but you're right; I don't think they are going to miss him. They'll be just fine with Richard and Washington. Uh, but I mean, why are you going to come back from retirement? Um, to come back and just behave like a dick. Um, it almost seems it almost seemed calculated. It wasn't like a a rash thing to do. I just I don't I don't understand it. He seems to me like um he he does this very good job of pretending like he's aloof and that he's a team guy and he doesn't really care about the media spotlight and all that. But then everything he does seems to draw attention. And I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure what his mo- motivation is, other than a few million bucks, which you know would motivate me to get hit in the face by 300 pound superhumans. Well, if he doesn't care, why is he running on onto the field from the sideline to get involved in a scuffle and then shove an official? That, that as I say, Just I can't. I can't work it out. Other than arrogance. His- Said the only reason anyone gets involved in a, with officials is that they believe that they're bigger than the people that are in charge. You see it in football all the time. There's no respect for the officials because they're not. Then they're, they're not. But the players have got such large egos that they don't feel like they're they're on the same plane as as them. You know what I mean? It's weird. I'm I'm not doing a very good job of explaining it. Creeping into rugby as well. Like the lack of respect creep- for officials. Sorry, it's creeping into everything. You saw it in the NBA the other night with Steph Curry chucking his uh, gum shield around and getting fined, and they're complaining about that. It's it's he chucked what? his gum shield around. Mm. Yeah, took his gum shield. I'll show him. Cool. <laughs> got fined fifty grand. So yeah. that that like fifty grand to Steph Curry is like, yeah. Let me just go to my ashtray in my in my Bentley. Might find fifty grand stuffed in there, but yeah, they, they, you know, just just hubris, isn't it? A lack of respect and a lack of uh, a, a lack of uh, awareness, self awareness, which I think Marshall Lynch has always had, honestly. Yeah, I, I, he's one of these people. Richard Sherman's probably another who we talked about on the, the podcast two or three weeks ago. That you see everything they do, you form an impression of. And just when you think you've got them figured out, they they do the exact opposite the next week. Just when you think they can't be a bigger bellend. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) In terms of this game, though, like I think it's potentially the matchup of the week. Yeah, I really do. And if I wasn't going to be if I wasn't going to be travelling to Paris, France, I would. um, This would be the game I'd be watching. That's that France is where Paris is. Is that, is that what you're saying? Just Paris is in that. France, yes. Okay. Um, unusually, if it's the best best game of the certainly the six o'clock games. No, in fact, five o'clock games here. Be warned. Um, yeah, the one Sky week of the year Man. where it actually works out yeah. for us, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Sky have picked that game. So unusually for them, they're picking the the best matchup of that of that slot. Um, Another one they could have perhaps gone with, although it isn't as good, clearly. Uh, but I think worth touching on, Atlanta are going to the Jets. Now, could the Jets actually be favourites in this game? As ridiculous as that would have sounded at the start of the season. No. 
Okay. <laughs> I don't. Uh, they no. They because on paper they're not good enough, are they? But like you say, Atlanta aren't playing very well. But I still don't think they've got what it takes. The Jets. You would. You would think I'm. I'm going to stick my neck out and say that the Jets get a win in this game. And um, despite their loss at Miami, I think some weird things happened in that game towards the end. Um, they're actually, actually seem to be playing for Todd Bowles and Josh McCown is, is playing well. Um, they're with, as, as you say, their personnel isn't, isn't what it might be, but um, they're making the best of what they've got. They're absolutely shafting themselves. Yeah, yeah. They're completely shafting themselves. They've won three games, so they're already not going to win the number one pick. Um, They're one and three in the division, so they're very unlikely to make the playoffs. Um, They've lost... I mean, they've lost to good teams. They've lost to the Bills, the Raiders, the Patriots. That loss against the Dolphins last week is really going to hurt, especially when they were so far ahead. Um, it's, it's, It's an odd one. A really, a really odd one. I, I can't see their motivation for what they're doing at the moment. Um, I, I, I can't. I just can't uh, see Atlanta letting this slip. I can't. Atlanta have got too much. A weird thing, up until last week's game, Julio Jones had only been targeted in the red zone once all season. Well, the Sunday was his first touchdown. Yeah. I, I know. That seems utterly madness to me um i've been chatting to a a a falcons fan on on twitter today and he just wants to vent uh sarkeesian the coordinator there um well it's it's easy to see why um you've you compare yeah i don't think anybody at the start of last season thought they would make the super bowl but by the time they got there they were legitimately the best team in the nfc um, mainly down to the offense. Um, yes, with the changes, you'd perhaps expect a drop off, but I don't think that's it. I'm sorry to any Falcons fans, um, but I think a lot of the issues come from that Super Bowl, and it's just it's still hurting them, and they haven't they haven't recovered from that. And yeah, obviously going to going to New England is a bit of a it's twisting the knife so soon. You know, a one, one every four years game, and they're going into Foxborough and seeing all those those banners. Um, the way they lost to the Dolphins the previous week with, from a big lead, they didn't even turn up in New England. Um, they're not firing on offense, and that's their better side of the ball. I, I'm really concerned about them. Um, not emotionally, obviously, um, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> You're putting them on suicide yeah. watch. <laughs> I think I, I, I would be. I, I'm, I have a huge amount of time for Matt Ryan. Love Matt Ryan, um, but and I, I don't necessarily think it's it's on him. But something is something is not right. And as I say, see the Jets getting a win. I don't know what the, the thing is with the Jets. They've won three games, but what are they like? What's their offensive identity? Are they, are they a running team? They've got Josh McCown at quarterback, like. Austin Safarian Jenkins is playing really well, scoring touchdowns out of nowhere. I thought he was he was at the Bucks, right? And the Bucks released him because he kept getting pissed up. Is that right? I think that's right, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Football <laughs> yeah. players love booze. Um and now all of a sudden he's like Gronkowski in, in New York. Um but I I don't know. When you look at the Jets, what are they? <laughs> they're, they're a mistake. Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah they're, they're, well, they're, I mean, they they quite literally are, aren't they? That I think they they traded away all those assets, thinking we're going to tank the season, and then they've got McCown, who's decided to be good McCown, not Browns McCown. Um, Give him six games, and he'll be injured, McCown. Yeah, yeah, and then who knows what happens? But I don't. Just start losing New York, otherwise you're going to be stuck with Josh McC- Josh McCown again next year. When he'll be 57. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's, which ironically it's is tough. his quarterback rating. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other game that Sky are picking in the latest slot, 8 p.m. 
uh, Dallas at Washington. Normally, I look at NFC East games and think we see these 17 times a week um, and get sick and tired of them. But um, the Eagles are running away with that division and the Giants seem to be nowhere, sadly. Um, this might actually be a relevant NFC East game for reasons other than Fox just telling us that it is. Um, who's, I don't, this is coin flip as far as I'm concerned. Don't know who's going to win. Um, where are you guys on this? I, the same, clearly. Yeah, I, I just don't know because the, the thing is with that Prescott, right? I'm I'm never convinced when I watch him. You never watch him and just think, yeah, that bloke's got it. You sort of watch him and you think he's on the edge of losing it. And then he does something and you're like, no, this bloke's amazing. And it's the same with, it's almost the same with, um, on the other side of the ball with, um, cousins, cousins, like they're always, you're always looking at them thinking, uh, no, they, this guy's not good enough. And then they do something and, and, and you just completely go the other way. I'm happy with Washington. If he keeps throwing the ball for my fantasy team like he is, then <laughs> <laughs> we're good there. We're, yeah. That, that was a weird game. I know we've we've only done a quick one-sentence review. Uh, that, that Eagles game on Monday night, um, I think it's probably just how good and how well the Eagles are playing at the moment. It's the only reason Washington didn't win that. And they were extremely strong for a lot of a lot of that match um did you see by the way i think it was the first um first eagles drive or am I, early, early on and i took a i took a note of it and it doesn't doesn't matter but they had they had like a first down after a touchback something like that so the eagles started in their own 20 and there were four consecutive penalties on the offense all different so there was like a opi there was a hold, there were 12 men in the huddle, and then there was something else. I forget what it was, and they ended up first and 38 or on their two. Um, it was something to behold. Four consent, and they did not, a single play was run without a flag. Four in a row, it was something something special. I remember playing, I digress. I, I remember playing for my old, Amer- well, our old American football team, uh, Adam the Harriers, in the oh, okay. season after we won the national title. Um we were playing against Ipswich and they kept, we, we sacked them twice and then there was a holding penalty and then another holding penalty and then another sack. And so they, I think they ended up something like either fourth and 50 odd or, or third and 50 odd. <laughs> I remember standing in the huddle with, with the guys going, lads, can you even see their first down mark? Like, <laughs> like, where is it? <laughs> How do you set a defense for this? Like, let's just sack them again. Or, but anyway, it was ridiculous. There's nothing better in football than when you see that that down and distance marker, and it's fourth and some outrageous. It's like when the Vidi printer days when it used to spell eight. You almost feel was, like yeah, they yeah. should spell <laughs> the, the distance after the. <laughs> who was who was it that made? I think it was a playoff game and there was like a fourth quarter in the playoffs, not that long ago. And there was a fourth and like 29 and whichever team was down in the, I think it was the Chargers, and they got the first down on the ground. Yeah. And you just, just one of the worst plays on defense. And you run it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I mean, back, back on the farm, I, I genuinely don't have a clue who's going to win that game. I think it will come down to the running running game. And um, well, if, that, if, if Washington, that, that, sorry, go on. I mean, does that does that push it in Dallas's favour, or do we like Washington? No, no. My my point being that if Washington can establish a run game, I think they'll win. If they don't, I think they'll lose. Their their, their running game has been a. A strange one. So they've had Chris Thompson, who seems more of a slash player, which you you love, Dougie. Mm. Um, see, ways he's catching a lot of passes. You've got Ryan, the rookie, who's not done very much yet. You've then got Fat Rob, um, who's put on a bit of weight. Um, so it's a strange one. I don't. They've been inconsistent. So I, I, if if what you're saying is true, I'd, I'd suggest that they're not going to get 
when they establish the run and perhaps might struggle, but we'll see. Mate, it's no coincidence that teams with a running back that runs it 20 times a game are normally better than teams that have three running backs who run it five times a game. Have you mentioned this before? I'm just saying, you know, (laughs) if I can see it, why the fuck can't they? (laughs) I think I've just proved you a point, really. Um, Another another game in the the late slot, Houston at Seattle. Uh, It's just worthy of a mention. A couple of teams that... Still, we're not quite sure about Houston coming off the bye week. Seattle, slow start. They got something going against the Giants in the end. Um, I would have said these are two playoff teams, or they should be. Um, so this this game could go a long way to, towards it for either of them. I'm leaning towards the Hawks at home, but not convincingly. How do we, how do we feel? I think the same as you. A close one, but Seattle at home. Rookie quarterback going in there is a bit different to some other places he's been. True, that'll be it'll be a test at the very least. Yeah, I uh, think yeah, I, it, it's the truest that we'll really find out about the Sean Watson here, won't we? Going into probably the hardest place you can go as a rookie quarterback, especially with that secondary and that pass rush coming off the back of a, a performance like they had in New York. It's going to be it's going to be difficult, but on the flip side, they've had two weeks to prepare for this game. So, if there was ever a time to go into Seattle and play them, then this is probably it. It's yeah. I mean, it, it might not be the best time for them to play Seattle, as you as you say, coming off that that game. But uh, the Colts did or did all right. The scoreline suggests otherwise, but they they lost it right at the end. Uh, the Colts were in that game in Seattle, and they. They played there two or three weeks ago, and that was with uh, Jacoby Brissett. So uh, Houston are a much better team than that. It's just whether Seattle have got started to get their their shit together, and which, which as we've discussed already, seems to it's like the first four weeks of the regular season of their preseason. I mean, it, for some reason it's August also going to come down to whether they can get stops on defense, because yeah. You know they've they've been decimated on their defensive line. If they can't stop Seattle, it's going to be interesting to see if Seattle can actually establish a run. I've finally given up on the on on the um, Thomas Rawls project. That that was a disaster <laughs> and something I deeply regret. Uh, they must be the only that the the group of coaches that are coaching that offense must be the only six or seven fellas in the world that think that Eddie Lacy can still cut it. And then their third down back, J.D. McKissick, who's actually the back that does stuff and looks exciting and dynamic, barely gets on the field. Again. He should be on the field a lot more, like what I've seen. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I I was listening to another podcast today, uh, the the Ringer NFL show. Um, They do a podcast called GM Street with uh, Michael Lombardi, who used to be, if you don't know, the GM of the Patriots and the Browns. I believe he was involved with the Patriots. Um, and he was saying that if, if you're, if you're Seattle, you've got two running backs who are your, you've got a one A and one B and they're both rubbish. So why don't you look to trade for a running back? That's going to actually offer something to your offense. And the person that he suggested they should trade for, which I thought was actually quite clever was um, Jeremy Hill from the Bengals. The, the Bengals obviously like Mixon and want to get him involved more. And he's a free agent at the end of the year. So trade him. Get an asset for him. Get the get the Hawks to send you a fifth, sixth round pick. You get something for nothing, basically. And um, he might add to that Seahawks offense. That's a great shout. I don't know quite what's happened to Jeremy Hill other than just competition for his place, really. Um, a couple of years ago, he was being... Uh, fantasy-wise, being taken first, second round. Um, now he seems to be nowhere. And for, I don't think he's had, I could be wrong, I don't think he's had injury issues, has he? No, they just seem to flit around. Time. I mean, three years in a row, or th- maybe three out of four years, they've drafted running backs. So they drafted Bernard. He started for a year and was great in the year that they had uh, the law firm playing for him. They, then, he, um, then the year after, they drafted um, the guy I just said, whose name's just gone again. 
Jeremy Hill. Hill. And then this year they've drafted Joe Mixon. So they obviously can't settle on a running back. They've got three potentially starting running backs and that, that doesn't fit. Trade him, get an asset for him. Okay. And uh, now joining us live from St. Lucia. It doesn't really matter where. He's, he's sat by Paul. Uh, Craig, evening. Or What's happening? <laughs> Hello. Congratulations on your wedding and honeymoon. And the fact that you're joining us, which is great. Well, I thought this is a pretty cool place to pod. Um, Yeah. They can't see this, but you guys can. And it looks like you're in rooms and apparently it's cold out there. So a little bit of sunshine I played golf in my shorts and t-shirt today. Oh, nice. Where were you? At home. Oh. Yeah. Seven, oh, and 18 degrees it was, walking down the 18th. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, it was like 29 this morning. Um, sun setting. That's pretty cool. Little I'm burning from just looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Um, so it's late where you are, so I reckon we probably need to talk some MFL shit, do we? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've, we've, we have been. We're going to talk, talk a bit more. We'll get into fantasy shortly. Um, it's been pointed out by Rich Newnham that we haven't really talked about touchdown celebrations this year now the rule changes in the off season have meant that players are are actually allowed to enjoy scoring a touchdown and the the no, the no fun league is now allowed to have fun um juju schutzer whose name i keep getting wrong Smith Smith schutzer. um he him and levy on bell did you see their game of hide and seek at the weekend one, one of the um, greatest celebrations i think Oh, it's, that was fantastic. Just, just pure. The, Steel- the I didn't Steelers know have Lev got. Bell could hide behind a goalpost for, for starters. <laughs> the Steelers <laughs> have got celebrations sewn up because the the great the single greatest celebration I've ever seen is when my, um, Antonio Brown caught like a sixty yard touchdown bomb and then oh, just yeah. did the splits around the post at <laughs> yeah. full speed. What I mean, that was the greatest <laughs> celebration I've ever seen. <laughs> just for both- sheer idiocy. Two things happened there. One, well, this was last year. One, he seriously hurt himself or <laughs> stunned himself. And two, he got flagged. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's good that the NFL have finally like loosened their bra straps. I mean, they're still they're still dicks, aren't they? The NFL. Let's be honest. They're yeah, still... more of the same, man. Like, I, I didn't see that. I didn't see that celebration on the weekend. But that um, I've been otherwise occupied. Um, I got married on Saturday, so I think she would have had a bit of a fit if I decided I was off for Sunday. Um, but uh, 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 yeah. she's a boss yeah. of you already. <laughs> to be fair, she did. She made she made she made breakfast and shit on Sunday, so it was all right. <laughs> it was moving. Um, <laughs> um, but it was the only rule change this year that made perfect sense. Like, if you score a touchdown, let's fucking celebrate, man. As long as they don't go up and poke babies in the eyes, I don't think anything should be. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like who was doing that? Do whatever. Yeah. Well, I don't know, but as long as you know, don't get your cock out or whatever. But <laughs> have, how about it, mate? Like fucking hell, it's it's a discord, mate. Have have a bit of fun. It's not um, gonna, yeah. It's not gonna be long until given, it's not gonna be long until somebody pulls a fleshlight out of their sock, is it, and just goes to town on it, <laughs> just wails on it in the end zone. <laughs> And if, if he had got injured, Odell Beckham would have done it by now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Odell, what are you doing? I'm I'm wanking into a tube. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, when NFL has got fuck all, um, you know, people. If you're not a true fan, you, you know, less casual fans than maybe certainly any any year that maybe in the last ten years. Um, Oh, you, you know, Sony stars out. The one thing that people is a controversy with dancing around the touch. So let them fucking do it, mate. And let them smoke weed. Let them smoke weed and let them dance. We'll get, I guarantee we'll get better celebrations if they're fucking high. <laughs> <laughs> just somebody, somebody pulls out a, a little bag from behind the post and just lights up a blunt <laughs> in the end zone. I can do my drugging on the field now. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> As, as long as we don't get into the other thing, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's that's all good. Um, in fact, Craig, when your jets, your jets got involved on Sunday, jumped into the the Miami Dolphins box. Uh, you, you may not have seen, um, which was empty, amusingly. 
Uh, they <laughs> one of their little hospitality things right by the end zone. He just jumps in, had a seat. Oh, I like that. Um, but I, I will take this. I will take a very brief opportunity just to say, go Jets. Like, okay, cool. You know, Bills and the like might want to tank or fans, but I'm I'm quite pleased that, that we're and I'm a big fan of our coach. So go fucking Jets. It's shame, shame he didn't. Um, shame he didn't join us earlier when we had a long chat about that. Oh, did I miss it? Yeah. Shit. I'll tell you what. Down, download and listen. That's that's what you need to do. Uh, no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> if only you wasn't joking. <laughs> oh dear, things are in a, a sorry state. Um, yeah, there's no. Yeah, wrapping that up, there's there's no opposition to this. None none of us, no one in their right mind are sitting there going, um, they should just shake shake the official's hand and walk silently back and, and take the kickoff, are they? This the is Larry, good. the Larry Fitzgerald. When you score, <laughs> yeah. when you score out like you've done it still before. still allowed to do that. You know, it's not as yeah. if not as if you're saying you have to celebrate like a, a fool. You, know, you can do what you like. <laughs> no, no nobody wants to see Tom Brady pretending to to do a wheelbarrow race, do they? <laughs> you know, actually, what, what we want to do there, is see just... a load of blokes probably on gear doing stupid stuff. <laughs> In fact, <laughs> thinking about Tom Brady's just, just brought this all flat. Should we Sorry. need to move? Yeah, for real. Yeah, fuck move, move. Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, fantasy. Come on. And the tens, tens of listeners who are out there. Are you in? I won a league based on taking Adrian Peterson in like round six. Man like me. <laughs> <laughs> So, George, our league leader, Marshawn Lynch's motorbike gang, uh, six and one. Um, congrats on your, uh, well, you're bossing the league. You're top in every sense. Um, which which players are you most grateful to for that? Kirk Cousins, surprisingly, but he's been good. Um, and I'm also grateful for not accepting a trade from Doug. <laughs> always, <laughs> always be grateful for not what trade was that? I've, I, I mean, I've been, I've been going so hard at the moment. What, what was you that? offered me Adrian Peterson last week and somebody else, um, and I was tempted after his first game for the Cardinals. Oh uh, yeah, and I thought, no, fuck him. Um, that, that was for AJ Green, right? Yes. Yeah. Who I wouldn't yeah, have ever let go. Well, Doug solely trades in fool's gold. <laughs> Doug wants to get as much money for everything, mate. Just steer clear. <laughs> Craig, are you not the Plus. bloke who offered me like three Tic Tacs and and a, a, like a can <laughs> of old lager for like I can't remember who it was last year. It was someone. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Let's not get into your your judgment about trade values. Well, I've made pretty good trade in our league of record. Hmm. Collusion. Anyway, we're not talking about that league. What I'd say about uh, what I'd say about your team, though, George Cousins, Kareem Hunt, AJ Green, Brandon Cooks is yeah, pretty steady. solid. That's you're pretty solid. And, and, in, and in the sixteen-team league, you only need four players, really. I don't. I don't reckon there is a single fantasy player in any league with Kareem Hunt who doesn't have a winning record. He was. He was yeah. the guy. He you picked. You picked him up fairly low down. Um, yeah. He's slowed down that, a bit, that's though. That's the one. He's slowed down a bit, which is natural, I guess. People have got film on him now. Still scoring, think, though, isn't he? I think your biggest concern is Cousins, to be honest. Um, and I, I traded I, I, I traded Cousins away. Um, I think I sold him pretty high um, in, in another league, in our league of record. But I, I think that's your biggest concern, just because he has got a brain fart in him, you know? I, <laughs> and, and I think I heard him refer to... Um, I was listening to Colin Cowherd's show and he compared Aaron Rodgers to being a Bentley and Kirk Cousins to being a Honda Civic. Um, in that he, he will probably manage a game, but in terms of fantasy, getting you that 20, 25 points weekly is is the risk you have with Cousins. But at the moment, you know, if he carries on as he is, I, I think you're in I think you're in very good shape. And anyone who's got a steady running back, steady receiver, and Kirk Cousins is probably, you know, near the top of their league right now. He's the best option though, isn't he, at the moment? Mm. I wasn't I, for what's left out there without trying to sell it oh, to, to Doug. Yeah. 
<laughs> Sell your house, <laughs> children, wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, six and one though. You're comfortable. You're looking comfortable. Looking comfortable. Are you? Are you confident though? Are you confident? I'm confident. I think, I'm confident. Uh, top two from each division go through to the playoffs. Tight behind you. Tight behind you. And I'm coming. <laughs> Not behind me, please. <laughs> you don't want him in front of you either, to be honest. Well, yeah. in the garden. <laughs> I've got slight issues this week. I mean, slight issues this week in that my entire bench is on a bye. <laughs> um, I think I'm well, playing. Am I playing you this week? No, you're not playing me. Oh, no. No, I'm not. Sorry. You have got Jack. You've got Jack's mob. Who's Jack's offered me a trade. I'm just looking at it at the moment. Uh, oh, I'm not going to. don't have to share it. I'm not going to take that. Good time to, good time to check out your trade, Doug, as you're, as you're recording. <laughs> well, mate, I'm on, I'm on the website. I've actually offered you a couple of trades that when I offered them, you might have been tempted with, but now you are going to have no interest whatsoever. In, in the league record or in... Um, no, no, in, in the Long Snapper League. We only talk about that league here now. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 no. As, as if that were true. Yeah, um, unfortunately, in our league of record, me two, and Craig two, are ranked one and two. That's irritating. And yeah. guess who's number one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah but... <laughs> Craig is ranked number one, but has scored 100 points less than me. But... It is what it is, mate. It's all about any, any any team that won anything had their slice of fortune. I won't deny that, but I'm very happy with my team. Um, but even in the long snap pub, I mean, my record is not great. Two and five, propping up my 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 uh, confidence. However, I told you I'm a trust the process type of guy. I think you back yourself and uh, make make your moves where you can. Um, I do do like I hate to say it, but I do like Viney's team. I think I do think that's the team to be at the moment. Drew Brees. Zeke Hogan, who is scoring points. I did not. Anyone who thought Hogan was going to score the side points he scored, I, I'm not having it. But well, he's, he's team, profited from Edelman's injury, hasn't he, big time? At he's, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Um, and, he, you know, he, he, I can't believe he's getting in the end zone as good as he is. Um, but, yeah, I do like, I think, I think Viney's team um, and yours is George are the two, are the two standouts in our, in our league currently. Only because you don't want to say mine is. Doug, Hashtag I don't know. Hashtag anyone but Doug. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag anyone but Doug. 100. 100. <laughs> Newton, Ingram, Brown, Phelan, Ajayi, Fournette on the bench, yeah. Cameron Bray. Just saying. Uh, there, was, there was a conversation a couple of weeks ago about every other team in the league changing their name to anyone I'm but cool Doug. I'm cool with it. Bring it I, on. I was, Let's do it. I was cool with it, but I, I, I was all fine and then thought, should I push this? And then I thought, no, it's just going to. It's going to be too confusing. I can't deal with that. George, I noticed you've, the, you've the, spent... got this week? Yeah, anyone but Doug. <laughs> George, you've, you've not spent any of your waiver budget. What's that all about? Well, I'm going to be perfectly honest. I forget. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm self-employed. I go to work on a Monday morning, forget about fantasy and then think, right, he scored all right on the week. Oh, I'll keep him. I'll keep him. I'm not trading him. I need a kicker because they seem to be all on buys and I keep winning. Six teams <laughs> on buys is hard. It's like you say, if uh, you need a bit of luck to win and I'm getting some. Yeah. Got to get a rubber of green. Uh, I it... must admit, I will say, looking at it, actually, Doug's team is kind of ridiculous. I don't know how he's managed to <laughs> accumulate. I'll tell you, I'll tell you how. It is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> he's, he's, what, how he's done it is he's made up Twitter accounts and made other teams in the league and then traded with them ludicrously <laughs> that's how he's yeah. done it <laughs> clearly oh, whatever your clearly. name is no, is I, he on the podcast Brown and Newton that's fucking stupid in a 16 man league how have we let him get away with that I have no idea <laughs> just, just, just to get away I do know what I do know what you're saying about forgetting to do stuff George I, I did it this morning in our league of record Craig I wanted to um I wanted to add that Bengals tight end. What's his name? Croft. And uh I was looking at it this morning thinking I'm gonna add him, I'm gonna add him. And then I put my phone down and went for a turd. 
and completely <laughs> forgot about the mistake you've made there. That's who doesn't I do take most their phone in? Yeah, exactly. Who doesn't <laughs> take their phone to the? That's crazy. <laughs> what are you doing? Well, just I <laughs> like to. It's, it's the one place in my house where I can get away from everything. <laughs> Don't take social media oh. to the toilet, mate. Anyway, always. No. <laughs> that's perfect social media time. One hundred percent. This might stuff, be more that. than I thought I was going to share with the world, but I probably have done more waiver pickups than not while doing that in the toilet yeah yeah no man that's, that's, that, that you is com- take care of your admin no it's complete doggy yeah. time in there it's just i can be alone with my <laughs> thoughts uh, i don't you know there's no kids around there's no social media it's just doggy time but anyway uh, no, okay. time, by the way it's the name of this episode on itunes <laughs> it's um it's not actually i there's there's anyway but um yeah came back out and he'd gone um and instantly regretted it and hated myself. So, you know, what are you going to do? It is one of those things, though. You've got to be on top of your waivers, though. Although yeah, sometimes, sometimes actually not tinkering, as you've proved, George, is actually the way to go, isn't it? And, and you're six and one because you're not doing it. And I'm three and four. A lesson that Dougie has never learned. I've learned it now, mate. If you <laughs> so, look at our league so, record and you look at this one, all I'm doing is adding, mate. I'm not subtracting. Just adding, not moving. Yeah, okay. Because I, I, I will just say, our league, our, our league record with my teams, I, I just got to be very clear around that. My team, I'm very pleased. And to be fair, since I trade, Mark is 2-0, so the trade was a fair one. Yeah, but let's not get away from the fact that you are two and five in this league and rank fifteen out of sixteen teams. So six and one in the league record. I tried something different. But no, nobody gives nobody gives a shit it's about a, that league that listens to this podcast. They only give we, a shit about this one, and you are crap. We, you are bad at fantasy we, we, football. Let's move on. Well, <laughs> to, you're only one game. You're one game ahead of me, my friend. One game ahead of Neil. He must have been 0-5 or 0-6, and he ended up running deep in the playoffs one year. Shout out to our pal Neil Prof. Um, so, I'm, I'm coming. Listen. He doesn't listen. No, no, it's way too much effort for Neil to download a podcast. He, what are you talking yeah. about? Yeah, he <laughs> doesn't listen. But he, he ran the table, and that's what I'm planning. And I got very fortunate this week, um, but I'm happy with my team. Trust the process. You ain't got to move all the time. Let's just let it let the run of the green come to you. Yeah, but are you losing to the Partridges? <laughs> Listen, Austin Hooper, I looked at it today, oh, last, maybe a couple of days ago. Austin Hooper has had one game. He's had every week he scored one or two points. The one Mate. game he had, where he had a 75 yard touchdown reception, was against me in week one. It's in the books, isn't it? Mate, it's Listen, in the books. Honest, it's I'll in the books. Like and and do you know, do you know like how they pick their team? Do you know how they pick their yeah, team? Listen. They it's wrote all home. the words on a big. They wrote all the words in, in on on all the player names on pellets inside a shotgun cartridge, and then fired it from three hundred <laughs> yards at a dartboard. And the ones that hit, they picked. That was what happened. Fair enough. Listen, is it, that it, how is they that got injured? I think, I think all, all I need to all I need to remind is that Doug, I think we played uh, once in our league, and I beat you. So I'm good with that. Amazing. That means we can only split the season series. So whatever. If I finish. Two and whatever it is, 14, and having not lost to you, I will be very, very content with that. No, no stress. Way. Especially if I win it. Anyone but Doug. <laughs> Anyone but Doug. <laughs> so, let's, let's, let's move on. Quick, quick, um, quick pick-em update. Um, Viney keeps moaning that I don't do an update when he's top of the, top of the thing, and I do when he's not. Um, so, let's look at the bottom of the table this week. Uh, Craig, 100 points in pick'em. That's a lot of missed picks. I've literally not revisited it since the first day we did it. That is clear. Doing it weekly. That is clear. (laughs) I thought you said I could do it and just leave it. Yeah. Um, Not not unless you actually pick some games. Uh, Then we've got Rich and Rusty above them, who sadly haven't missed picks, but they're right at the bottom. In Survivor, though, uh, things are getting tasty. Six and one, Viney and Rich both pick the Cowboys and still remain with just one life lost. We've got four more people still in there who've lost two lives. So I'm five and two, who are Simon Noble, our own Mark Salen, MG Sizzle Rocks, whoever that, don't know who that is. Good name. He sounds cool though. He sounds and proper cool. Slam, Sizzle Rocks. Slam dunk as well. They're all uh, still still hanging in there. Everyone else is out of Survivor. 
and the Panthers finished off a couple of people by not beating Chicago. Um, so there you go. That probably about does us a fantasy. We need to get anything get else you with. want to say, George, while you've got the opportunity and platform. Yeah, who, yeah, absolutely. Who would you rather beat, me or Craig? <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 All of you. <laughs> All of you. <laughs> We're all equally vile. <laughs> if you need extra motivation, this is my this is where I'm gonna be for the next couple of days. So uh I told you through. the sun burns me inside. So <laughs> inside <laughs> <laughs> oh, play that jingle, oh, Dougie. Big Ben, Bill Ben Taylor, Dak Prescott. So finally, the reason you will download any other business and uh, George, this is why you've come on the podcast, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, right. I'm a 30 year old man. I've got my first baby on the way and I've never bought curtains in my life. And what a fucking waste of time that is. <laughs> Why do people buy curtains? Why can't they just be provided? And that's it. That's that's my. Why can't they just be provided? Yep. Like a government curtain scheme. Yep. (laughs) Wow. This is like this is. Jack came on and talked about pushing Tesco trolleys, and then. This is what any other business is all about. Wait, 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 wait. I'm just interested. What if the curtains were crap? What if you got bright pink curtains, the only curtains that you got as default? I'd reapply. I'd I'd prefer to sit and reapply for a curtain (laughs) sign-up scheme. So just keep coming until you got Sit in a shop in Truro in Cornwall and watch people walk around asking whether you should have ringlets or whatever else you can have. <laughs> on my Sunday afternoon when I could have been watching rugby or sitting in the pub. Wow. You're, so you're a blind man then, yeah? Oh, I gave up. I, I sent my 34-week pregnant wife off to look for them. Well played. And I sat That's in what the armchair. Well played. That's what you should have done the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Problem solved. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I, don't get in, I, do, I don't get involved in those decisions. My answer yeah, is always gonna, yes, I darling. Say, I can't. I can't remember wanting or having a say in curtains. No. The only thing I've had to do with curtains in my house is put the first thing I did when we moved in was put up a curtain rail, which you could practically ski down. (laughs) (laughs) Don't don't start about putting them up. I had to get the mother-in-law out. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Wow. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Uh, I, I... yeah, I don't know to where to go that. with that. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> who who wants to go next? I'm I'm fearful of Craig's smug. Any other business from the? the uh, I'll go oh, next. It's going to be super smug as well. I'll uh, go next. Yeah, I I went to watch. I I took me and the clan to see Fantasia live at the Royal Albert Hall on Monday. So it was the Fantasia movie. Um, from the 40s with a live orchestra and I've got to be honest I really didn't want to go but it was absolutely brilliant and it I've forgotten just how brilliant Fantasia is if you've not watched it for a while it's just uh, incredible to think that that was made nearly nearly 80 years ago by hand so go and watch a film with a live orchestra it really really enhances the the stuff that you're watching i think that you've both you've probably come level with each other on any other businesses that i wasn't expecting just then (laughs) (laughs) uh craig craig give us your any other business that we are expecting go on yeah defo so first things first (laughs) um i was married and shit which is fucking cool and it was a last-minute thing because we meant to do it in Dominica. We talked about the fact that that poor island got absolutely battered. Um, but I'm a bit of a believer in everything happens for a reason. And I'm fortunate enough to have been able to move the whole wedding to St. Lucia. So first thing, I want to say thank you, massive thank you, 
literally 95% of the people who are meant to come um, still managed to make it. And we got to enjoy this unbelievable island. So shouts to everyone who did come. Um, I suppose I better mention the wife and that. She's all right. So we got married and shit. I've been with her like 12 years. So it's really a formality. And all it does is give her half my money, which isn't, isn't so <laughs> the best. <laughs> um, but yeah, shouts to her. Um, but here's what I did want to talk about. And it's that we've done holidays to like um, Spain for the last four or five years every year with a family which has been brilliant no knock on spain love spain villas good pools good beaches and shit like that however we've come to the caribbean and i don't think i'm going back to spain <laughs> like, um okay the flight might be a little bit more expensive but everything else is pretty much the same and the experience has just been out of this world. I mean, you guys listening might be able to see it, but boys, this is just outside our villa. We see, I don't know if you can see, but there's a big peak just over there, and there's something called the Pitons, which are two hulking mountains in St. Lucia. I've got to ride a boat around those motherfuckers. I've got to see some unbelievable things and share it with some unbelievable people. Um, so, yeah, really just I'm pleased to be able to mark a moment in time on radio, having had the most unbelievable experience. Shout out to my St. Lucia family. Um, I'm a married man now and stuff, but I have had the time of my life, the absolute best time I've ever had. And I've done some cool shit. Um, and, you know, there's the pool and shit. So, and that's the sunset. It's been unreal. That's got, my van. But basically, I just wanted to brag for a little while. <laughs> I got engaged there. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking cool, man. Yeah, Although you didn't have place. a great time. No, no. And you told us um, some no, I've got engaged. way too personal stuff online. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. But it, no, it is a, it's an amazing place. Great food as well. Oh, great food. Unbelievable. That's the most poignant thing yeah. I've ever heard with Been the word that. shit every three words coming into it. <laughs> Welcome to the Long Stapper <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And strap yourselves in yeah. for Adam. Yeah, I, I, I was well, wasn't really sure what I was going to talk about. I've had a a week of um, hospitals and stuff. My my boy, he's not been well. He's he's, he's all right. He's fine. Um, but just just a bit of a couple of thoughts on the the NHS and how incredibly lucky we are in this country to have um, that service and some of the the fantastic people that we've dealt with this week i would say though that it kind of lets itself down in the admin organization linking itself together part um a bit could be done with um your gp and the hospital and departments like that acknowledging that each other exists um trying to get a blood test on a thursday when Essentially, you you pick up the phone to ten different phone numbers, all of which tell you to speak to someone else, all of which don't care what sort of priority it is, and the only way to actually get a blood test is to go back and make another appointment with the same doctor that you saw in the first place. Um, uh, but the thing is, none of these things are anything to do with the people. They're just issues that some that just kind of don't work. Um, beneath all that um and yeah some of the some of the people that have have sorted things out over the past week which has been very difficult for all sorts of reasons um but it's all good everything's everything is is all good so yeah there you go bit of a bit of a weird way to end but uh let's not end it like it. that um no good no good. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just sitting here thinking you're in Hoddesdon. George, you're down in Cornwall. I'm in Milton Keynes and Craig's in St. Lucia. Isn't technology great? <laughs> Dougie, bring in the positivity. Great. This is This is truly Unbelievable. been a great holiday. Like, for free. We're talking for Dougie, free. Come to I'm really glad that broke up, Craig, because nobody will ever hear that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's how you end it. That, that yeah. is no, well, on a serious note, on a serious note, I do hope your boys are all right, Adam, mate. That hospital business and their kids, no matter how 
minor. It is feels like the end of the world. So I do hope you and yours are all right, mate. Uh, no, he he is. He's much. In fact, today, massive improvement today. We're at home. He's, he's all good. He's he's going to be fine. Um, yeah, no, appreciate that. I kind of made a split second decision to talk about that as well, which was weird. I'm not not sure whether <laughs> whether you I regret that, that or not. Often, but there you go. Yeah, yeah, no, you're, you're right. It's, no, it's good. Um, no, no secrets with the world. Nothing like that. Um, nothing. Yeah, a- HSP is what he's had, by the way. Um, it's not a life-threatening thing. It's not a life-changing thing. Um, if it's, if it's, it's just sixty-four regular until... monthly repayments, right? <laughs> One million four hundred thirty-seven thousand and twelve percent APR. <laughs> Should we wrap it up? Hey George, good luck with the baby and stuff. I uh, hope all Thanks that very goes much. Well. Thanks for having me. No problem. Well, well, you're almost certainly going to be back on when you're in the playoffs because I reckon you only need two more wins and you'll be guaranteed. So, right on, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Someone that. screenshot that sunset. No. no. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for popping on, Craig. Thanks. Thanks. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Well, actually, just yeah. thanks for downloading. We don't really care if you listen. Yeah. Uh, not interested. Listen, don't listen. Not bothered. Yeah. And leave like, a review. If you like, yeah, leave a review. If you like the show, keep listening. If you didn't like the show, keep downloading. Yeah. And just delete it. Just subscribe. Yeah. Cost you nothing. Yeah. Exactly. Don't be selfish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome thanks everyone cool laters boys Cheers.